is Friday, May 26th, and this is Goodwill Talk Daily. Welcome back, everybody, to Goodwill Talk Daily as we finish the week together. Really an exciting, exciting weekend in Goodwill Church Beacon. And I know it's Memorial Day weekend, but I got to talk about this because I'm the lead pastor over there. And this is our final service in our current location in, in the old Reformed Church of Beacon. And, and God gave us this building when we were worried we weren't going to be able to reopen after COVID. You know, we'd been meeting in the basement of the Elks Lodge and there was no ventilation down there, certainly no way to social distance from one another at all. Uh, and so we weren't sure how we were going to open. And the Lord provided us with a sanctuary that seats like 400 plus people with windows that open on both sides. So you get cross ventilation so we could social distance and mask and worship even in the midst of the pandemic. And we are so grateful to God for providing us with this building. But now it's time to move. And when we move, unfortunately, we will be the last church to worship in this space because this is the oldest church building in Beacon. It was built during the Civil War, and we will be the last people to worship there uh, because people are going to turn that building into something else. So we take it seriously. Uh, there's, a, there's a bittersweetness to what we're going to do this weekend. And I invite you, if, if you don't normally come to Beacon and you've always been like, oh, I want to worship in that space, well, this is your last chance because <laughs> we're in a brand new home and we're going to be celebrating on June 4th. And yeah, you can join us for that. But, you know, the, the best way we're going to be able to celebrate on June 4th is if we take seriously our need to, to mourn and be sad on, on May 28th. And uh, we're going we're gonna to finish that off with a really cool outreach event in one of the local parks there, Memorial Park. And we're going to be inviting people to our housewarming service and our housewarming party after service on June 4th. And we're going to have a great time on Sunday afternoon. But, but during the morning, when we worship, it'll be bittersweet. We will declare that Jesus is Lord, that Jesus Christ is Lord. We will declare that as the church one final time on May 28th. And so uh, be praying for us in Beacon, be praying for me uh, as the pastor there in Beacon, and uh, you know I'm looking forward to this weekend. Well, let's turn our attention back to the book of Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 54. I'm going to read through it and then offer just a couple thoughts before we close our week together in prayer. Isaiah chapter 54, starting in verse 1. Sing, O barren one who did not bear. Break forth into singing and cry aloud, you who have not been in labor. For the children of the desolate one will be more than the children of her who is married, says the Lord. Enlarge the place of your tent. Let the curtains of your habitations be stretched out. Do not hold back. Lengthen your cords. Strengthen your stakes. For you will spread abroad to the right and to the left, and your offspring will possess the nations and will, and will people the desolate cities. Fear not, for you will not be ashamed. Be not confounded, for you will not be disgraced. For you will forget the shame of your youth and the reproach of your widowhood. You will remember no more. For your maker is your husband. The Lord of hosts is his name. And the Holy One of Israel is your redeemer. The God of the whole earth he is called. For the Lord has called you like a wife deserted and grieved in spirit, like a wife of youth when she's cast off, says your God. For a brief moment, I deserted you, but with great compassion, I will gather you. In overflowing anger for a moment, I hid my face from you, but with everlasting love, I will have compassion on you, says the Lord, your Redeemer. This is like the days of Noah to me. As I swore that the waters of Noah should no more go over the earth, 
So I have sworn that I will not be angry with you and I will not rebuke you. For the mountains may depart and the hills be removed, but my steadfast love shall not depart from you and my covenant of peace shall not be removed, says the Lord who has compassion on you. O afflicted one, storm-tossed and not comforted, behold, I will set your stones in antimony and lay your foundations with sapphires. I will make your pinnacles of agate, your gates of carbuncles, and all your walls of precious stones. All your children shall be taught by the Lord, and great shall be the peace of your children. In righteousness you shall be established. You shall be far from oppression, for you shall not fear, and from terror, for it shall not come near you. If anyone stirs up strife, it is not from me. Whoever stirs up strife with you shall fall because of you. Behold, I have created the smith who blows the fire coals and produces a weapon for its purpose. I have also created the ravenger to destroy. No weapon that is fashioned against you shall succeed, and you shall refute every tongue that rises against you in judgment. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their vindication from me, declares the Lord. What a chapter, huh? A call to sing. A call to the people of God to return to their land. A call to renew the marriage covenant between God and his people. He, he describes the exile as a divorce. We've seen that earlier in Isaiah. But then he says, I, we're getting back together. I'm bringing you home. This anger that I felt for a moment, I, I, I bring you much closer to me with an even greater compassion. Yes, there was overflowing anger for a moment, but there is an everlasting love that I will always have with you because you are my covenant people. God has a steadfast love for us because we're his covenant people. It was true in the Old Testament. It remains true for us today. God made a covenant with us in Jesus Christ. When he died for us, um, the, the night of his betrayal and death, he had the Lord's Supper with his people. And do you remember what he said? He said, this is the blood of the new covenant. And the writer of Hebrews tells us that the new covenant is greater than the old because it is in Christ. He, a, a covenant is an agreement. It's similar to a contract, but much deeper than a contract. It is an agreement. And the agreement is this, you will be my people and I will be your God. It is a marriage relationship between God and his people. That's why the church is described as a bride adorned for her husband. We are all a part of that bride adorned for Christ. And the, the adorning is our good works that we carry out in his name and for his glory. That's the love that he has for you. He loves you. He loves me. He loves all of us. He loves his church. He loves his people. And he is calling us back to him now. Just as he called the people of the Old Testament back from exile into the land, what we are doing is, is when we share the gospel, we're calling people back into relationship with Jesus. There are people who are far off who are of his number, or of his children, but they don't know it because they haven't accepted him yet. And we go and we spread the gospel broadly and widely, knowing that those who are his will hear it and will come home. They'll come back into relationship with Jesus Christ. And that's what's happened to each and every one of us. We've come home. Do you know what it is to be loved by God like this? The maker is our husband. The Lord of hosts is his name. The Holy One of Israel is our redeemer. The God of the whole earth, he is called. That is who is our husband. 
is the maker and creator of all things, the God of the universe. And he looks at each and every one of us and he says, I love you. I love you. Do you know that you're loved by God as we go into this weekend? Do you know that he loved you so much that he sent Jesus for you to reconcile you to himself, to bring you back? Once in his anger, we were cast far off. But in his everlasting love and his steadfast covenant love, he calls us home. As a loving husband brings in his wife. Let's pray together. God, you, our maker, are our husband. The Lord of hosts is your name. You are the Holy One of Israel. You are our redeemer. And the whole earth is yours. You are the God of the universe. We call you that. We declare that you are King of kings, Lord of lords, God of gods. I am amazed that you love us, but you do. You look at your children as dysfunctional and messed up as we can often be. You love us because you are our God and you call us home. Thank you for calling us home. Thank you for loving us so deeply. Thank you. We love you. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thanks so much for being with me today. I'll see you again next week. The plan is to have an episode on Memorial Day, so hopefully we'll be able to pull that off. I'll see you again on Monday right back here at Goodwill Talk Daily.